0: You're listening to Little Red Riding Hood, a Brother's Grimm fairy tale, translated by Project Gutenberg and narrated by Randy Whiteside of Creative Writing Magic. Please note that this is a translation from the Brother's Grimm 19th century version of Little Red Riding Hood. The subject matter of this version may not be suitable for all children. Little Red Riding Hood. Once upon a time there was a dear little girl who was loved by everyone who looked at her, but most of all by her grandmother, and there was nothing that she would not have given to the child. Once she gave her a little cap of red velvet, which suited her so well she would never wear anything else, so she was always called Little Red Riding Hood. One day her mother said to her, Come, Little Red Riding Hood, here is a piece of cake and a bottle of wine. Take them to your grandmother. She is ill and weak, and they will do her good. Set out before it gets hot, and when you're going, walk nicely and quietly and do not run off the path, or you may fall and break the bottle. And then your grandmother would get nothing. And when you go into her room, don't forget to say, Good morning! And don't peep into every corner before you do it. I will take great care, said Little Red Riding Hood to her mother, and gave her hand on it. The grandmother lived out in the wood, half a league from the village, and just as Little Red Riding Hood entered the wood, a wolf met her. Little Red Riding Hood did not know what a wicked creature he was, and was not at all afraid of him. Good day, Little Red Riding Hood, he said. Thank you, kindly wolf. Wither away so early, little Red Riding Hood? To my grandmother's. What have you got in your apron? Cake and wine. Yesterday was baking day, so poor sick grandmother is to have something good to make her stronger. Where does your grandmother live, little Red Riding Hood? A good quarter of a league farther into the wood. Her house is under the three large oak trees and nut trees are just below. You surely must know it, replied Little Red Riding Hood. The wolf thought to himself, what a tender young creature, what a nice plump mouthful. She will be better to eat than the old woman. I must act craftily, so as to catch both. So he walked for a short time by the side of Little Red Riding Hood, and he said, See, Little Red Riding Hood, how pretty the flowers are about here? Why do you not go look around? I believe, too, that you do not hear how sweetly the birds are singing. You walk gravely along as you were going to school, while everything else out here in the wood is merry. Little Red Riding Hood raised her eyes, and when she saw the sunbeams dancing here and there through the trees and the pretty flowers growing everywhere, she thought, Suppose I take Grandmother a fresh nosegay? That would please her, too. It is so early in the day that I shall still get there in good time. And so she ran from the path into the wood to look for flowers. And whenever she had picked one, she fancied that she saw a still prettier one farther on, and ran after it, and so got deeper and deeper into the wood. Meanwhile, the wolf ran straight to the grandmother's house and knocked on the door. Who's there? Little Red Riding Hood, replied the wolf, she is bringing cake and wine, open the door. Lift the latch, called out the grandmother, I am too weak and cannot get up. The wolf lifted the latch, and the door sprang open, and without saying a word, he went straight into the grandmother's bed and devoured her. Then he put on her clothes, dressed himself in her cap, laid himself in the bed, and drew the curtains. Little Red Riding Hood, however, had been running about picking flowers, and when she had gathered so many that she could carry no more, she remembered her grandmother and set out on her way to her. She was surprised to find the cottage door standing open, and when she went into the room, she had such a strange feeling that she said to herself, Oh dear, how uneasy I feel today, and at other times I feel I like being with my grandmother so much. She called out, Good morning! but received no answer. So she went to the bed and drew back the curtains. There lay her grandmother with her cap, pulled far over her face and looking very strange. Oh, grandmother, she said, what big ears you have. The better to hear you with, my child, was the reply. But grandmother, what big eyes you have, she said. The better to see you with, my dear. But, Grandmother, what large hands you have. The better to hug you with. Oh, but, Grandmother, what a terrible big mouth you have. The better to eat you with. And scarcely had the wolf said this. than with one bound he was out of the bed and swallowed up Little Red Riding Hood. When the wolf had appeased his appetite, he lay down again in the bed, fell asleep, and began to snore very loudly. The huntsman was just passing the house and thought to himself, How the old woman is snoring. I must just see if she wants anything. So he went into the room, and when he came to the bed, he saw that the wolf was lying in it. Do I find you here, you old sinner? He said. I have long sought you. Then... Just as he was going to fire at him, it occurred to him that the wolf might have devoured the grandmother and that she still might be saved. So he did not fire, and he took a pair of scissors and began to cut open the stomach of the sleeping wolf. When he had made two snips, he saw the little red cap shining. And then he made two more snips, and the little girl sprang out crying, "'Oh, how frightened I have been! How dark it was inside the wolf!' And after the aged grandmother came out alive also, but scarcely able to breathe, Little Red Riding Hood, however, quickly fetched great stones with which they filled the wolf's belly. And when he awoke, he wanted to run away, but the stones were so heavy that he collapsed at once and fell dead. Then all three were delighted. The huntsman drew off the wolf's skin and went home with it. The grandmother ate the cake and drank the wine which Little Red Riding Hood had brought and revived, but Little Red Riding Hood thought to herself, As long as I live, I will never by myself leave the path to run into the wood when my mother has forbidden me to do so. It also related that once when Little Red Riding Hood was again taking cakes to the old grandmother, another wolf spoke to her and tried to entice her from the path. Little Red Riding Hood, however, was on her guard and she went straight forward on her way and told her grandmother that she had met the wolf and that he had said good morning to her but with such a wicked look in his eyes that if they had not been on the public road she was certain he would have eaten her up. Well, said the grandmother, we shall shut the door and he may not come in. Soon afterwards the wolf knocked and cried Open the door, Grandmother! I am the Little Red Riding Hood, and I am bringing you some cakes! But they did not speak, or open the door. So the Greybeard stole twice or thrice round the house, and at last jumped on the roof, intending to wait until Little Red Riding Hood went home in the evening, and then to steal after her and devour her in the darkness. But Grandmother saw what was in his thoughts. In front of the house was a great stone trough. So she said to the child, Take the pail, Little Red Riding Hood. I made some sausages yesterday, so carry the water in which I boiled them to the trough. Little Red Riding Hood carried until the great trough was quite full. Then the smell of sausages reached the wolf, and he sniffed and peered down, and at last stretched out his neck so far that he could no longer keep his footing and began to slip, and slipped down from the roof straight into the great trough, and he was drowned. But Little Red Riding Hood went joyously home, and no one ever did anything to harm her again. The End